Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to Fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do but we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you? Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Placetti, and I'm here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the internet's stupidity. And I'm Matt Saintsing, and shall I say, after a little bit of a tussle and get everything set up technically, I am ready to get today's show on the road. Uh, Matt's microphone was on the fritz which I think is probably leftover World War II slurs. <laughs> yeah, so last night, Aaron and I were fortunate enough to go to a friend's wedding. Uh, we Mazel tov. Much, Yeah, well, well, mazel tov to them. I didn't have to do anything except, you know, sign the card and and show up and drink, drink. Their alcohol and eat their yeah, primary. Eat their cake. Actually, the cake was amazing. It was French toast flavored. Uh, I don't know if it was on Instagram or Facebook. You said you're like, we approve of your cake selection. I think I saw the photo. Right. Or oh, something, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. It was a French toast flavor cake. Fuck, man. I want to go to this wedding. Do I know this people who got married? Uh, it's it's one of my other mats. OK. Oh, well, I don't like to talk about him. Let's drop the topic. I'm the only man in your life. I have multiple mats in my life and they are all wonderful in their own ways. Because you're friends with people who were born in the 80s and Matthew was a super popular name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan was had a flash in the pan in the 80s, too. I don't think you've oh, seen for sure. Any Ryan's these days. My middle name is Brian, but it's B-R-Y-A-N. So I'm Ryan with a B. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. that Brian it was even more popular than Brian, which is unfortunate for me because people always call me Brian. And I say, my name's not Brian. And I know now I know how Brian and Ryan Adams feel like those guys. I have no idea which which one of them is which. <laughs> oh, I, I, I could not pick him out in a Brian Ryan lineup. If, I, if you <laughs> gun to the head, I, I would not be able to do it. So we had a great time last night. I'm a little bit rough around the edges today, full disclosure, but I you got sound a like great, it, yeah. <laughs> I got a great night's sleep. <laughs> okay, that's what matters. That's what matters. And I got a great night's sleep and I'm slogging through the day. This as the Lord intended on Sunday. So I have a question here and, you know, we're both in long term committed relationships. Very. A little, a little a little too long, if you know what I'm saying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe we should cut that. Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll right. bleep it out. Um, <laughs> uh, so I got a no stupid question, which if you're a loyal listener and I hope to God you are, you already know this is a forum where we fish from and we reel in great whales of content. This one comes from user Hostdog18 <laughs> and he asks... How do I break up with my girlfriend of four years now? Matt, I want, yeah. How long have you been with Elise? Uh, it's I'll tell you this. We've been together longer than Elise's sister who just got married with her husband. So kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that years. I, I, am, I am terrified of pursuing this line of questioning for fear of your life. But more than four years. We, we got together during the Obama administration. Right. <laughs> Fair to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so at this point, you are not user hashtag 18 unless nope. you are only counting relationships in increments of four years. Like the re-election, like you come up for re-election. <laughs> 
No, I am not using my podcast to break up with my girlfriend, which would <laughs> which would be a way. How do I break up with a girlfriend to start a podcast, get a buddy and just say, honey, it's over. But only on episode 38. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to think about it for six months. <laughs> I really it was really weighing on me. Uh, no, I think how do I break up with my girlfriend in four years? Your first thing is don't put it on the Internet. And I have a quick story here. I um, I was once uh, in, in another administration. I was I was once dating uh, someone else and. And uh, she was driving and I was a passenger in the car and she gave me her phone. She says, hey, look up directions to wherever. And I saw what she searched on Reddit. And I'm not going to say what she searched, but I'll just say that is when I knew the relationship was over. You know what I'm saying? So don't put this stuff on the Internet if your girlfriend is going to use your phone or your computer or, you know, what I'm saying he is really playing with fire here. Oh, gosh. Now, I like. I kind of have to know, even if it's just offline, what that former girlfriend had typed into Reddit that. All right. How about this? I'll say it and you can bleep it. Okay. All right. So she she said. (laughs) And I was like, well, okay, fair enough. I get it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I I get it. How old were you at the time? How old was she? Mid twenties. Mid twenties. Okay. Mid to late twenties. I think the user. I think the user who asked the question here is in their mid twenties. So this could this could have been you in that previous relationship. In another. In another. I I invented time travel. Went back in time and I asked this question on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I got to get this kid out of (laughs) here. I'd go. What would you do if you invented time travel? Would you Would you kill baby Hitler? No, I'd kill my baby. Are you kidding me? <laughs> trying to figure out if you're trying to murder your infant self or murder your no, child. My child. Oh, well, don't, you, you, I don't want to talk about suicide on the podcast. <laughs> but murder is I, more appropriate. I feel like I feel like I, I feel like we we done time to flat circled ourselves here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we really got into a looper situation. I'm Bruce Willis. Yeah. You're the other guy. I, I get to be Bruce Willis. I've you're earned older. my Bruce Willis time. I'm a little bit older. I'm a little bit balder. A little bit wiser. And, a little bit wiser, and uh, I look good crawling around in air conditioning vents. I like catchphrases, Mister. Yippee, motherfucker! Oh, there you go. Shout out to Die Hard fans, right? It, hey, do you think Die Hard's a Christmas movie? By the way, yes. I, when I think about is Die Hard a Christmas? But I don't give a shit. I don't care. Here's the thing that I don't think people talk about: Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas film. It takes place during Christmas. It's got it's got Christmas themed jokes. No, the only Christmas thing about it is they have a Christmas party, which has nothing to do with the plot line of the actual movie. So it, it just happened to be during Christmas time that the movie was released. Yeah, but right? he says ho, ho, ho before he murders people with a machine gun. <laughs> OK, never mind that. I take it back. That is legitimate. That does technically it, make it a Christmas movie. It's more than a Christmas movie than Jingle All the Way, the worst Christmas movie perhaps <laughs> ever made. I disagree. Arnold Schwarzenegger was a genius. Dude, I saw I've seen it. I saw Jingle All the Way recently. It does not stand up. I saw it in the theaters as a kid and I loved it. And I saw it in a, as an adult and I was like, this movie does not hold up. It's no Terminator <laughs> 2, which, yeah. by the way, if everybody recalls, Disputed right. Podcast still has the poll open as of today, Sunday. So if they haven't closed it by Tuesday, Go to our Twitter, go to their Twitter, find the link and vote for Ellen Ripley. I'm going to do that today. Do not embarrass me. If I lose an argument because our listenership didn't have enough swing on the Internet, what hope is there for democracy? Well, I mean, what year is it? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How do I break up with a person that I've been with for four years? That's tough. You know, I, I've never I've never had to break up. But because I think you've, only, I, you've I, only been on the other end of that transaction. No, no. <laughs> I've only been dumped. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've dumped people. I've been dumped, but never after a four year relationship. So the people in this question are in their mid 20s, like you were back in olden times when. 
So they're, they're at a certain stage in their life where they're in their mid-20s. He's ready to explore everything the world has to offer. Wink, wink. Yeah. And it sounds like... Vaginally she's... speaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know that. Well, he's... Uh, I just... You know, we just don't think he likes women, or at least one woman. We don't know... We don't, we, we don't want well, to pass judgment enough. or... or <laughs> not anymore. The one, the one woman that we can confirm that he has been involved with, he is getting ready to break her heart. Oh, man. And leave her. Yeah. So we don't we're not going to assume anything about where he's going, but his destination does involve many ports. <laughs> I would also say the serious answer to this question is, look, don't string this out. You have to, if you know it's over, you just have to be the bigger person and say, look, it's over. I have to move on. I'm sorry. And go on with your life. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. But. I think we could come up with some creative and funny ways to break up with a girlfriend of four years, Ryan. I think that we can, too. Um, I'll go first. Yes, please. So I think if you fuck anyone in her immediate family, anyone in her immediate family, it's over. The best part is that's a two for one deal because you don't have to talk to either of those people ever again. I honestly think you can't talk to either of those people ever again. Like legally speaking, like morally speaking, you shouldn't be talking to these people. <laughs> yeah, I think um, che- cheating on her, right? This, I guess that's a way of getting her to break up with you. He's, he doesn't want to break up with her. He wants to, but he doesn't want to be the bad person, right? So we need to find a ways of, of him to be the villain. So she wants to escape him. Yeah, there was an am I the asshole that kind of got left on the selecting room floor for me. And it was a case where this woman had been in a long term relationship with a guy. The guy slept with her sister and got her pregnant. Now the sister and her ex are together and her parents are giving her shit about not wanting to be involved with her sister's relationship. So that's a real Maury Povis situation you got. Yeah, I know right here on Reddit. But I guess I bring that up. Because it just shows how messy it can be and how if you're going to execute Matt's plan, understand that it is and should be a nuclear option. Because you're not just, <laughs> you are at that point, if you do not just get the fuck out of Dodge and let that family heal, they will hate each other forever. They might hate each other forever anyway, but their best chance of healing is if you leave the picture completely. Yeah, if you want to move and burn down the house on your way out, you do this. It is the nuclear yes. option. It is the, it's the, I, I say it because it's funny, but I, I mean, what are some other creative and maybe some I funny think, ways? I think anytime you could do it in a Hallmark greeting card. <laughs> oh my God. That is a burgeoning area of greeting cards. That, that market has not been tapped yet, my friend. Well, <laughs> and we're better writers for the people who work at Hallmark, so we can oh do this. Do you, do, do you want to? Yeah, we should do them and sell them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> It would be the best thing I ever wrote. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think you could possibly repurpose like a grieving or I uh, hope you're feeling better. A sympathy card for this sympathy. relationship. <laughs> I think you can either <laughs> celebrate the death of the relationship or wish them a recovery from the heartache. <laughs> and, and the best part is if your grandmother ever breaks up with you, she'll give you the card five dollars. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, grandma. Thanks, Pornhub, for putting that possibility into my mind. I hadn't even considered it. Yeah, I think we also could write a few breakup lines instead of pickup lines, right? <laughs> so so if you take the L out of lover, that's our relationship right now. <laughs> it's over. There you go. I like that. I also like the idea of repurposing poetry. And this oh, could yeah. go hand in hand with our greeting card idea. But roses are red, violets are blue. I'm banging someone else now. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I like um, you know, if you have like a joint gym relationship, you could say, look, uh, we're not working out anymore, and I want to end this membership. <laughs> How about I think it's time we become better friends? That's a good way of breaking up with someone. I think it's time yeah. we become better strangers, right? Hey, I really want to. T- 
You know, I like the because, positive spin on it. You put a silver yeah. lining. It's like, don't think of it as losing a boyfriend. Think of it as gaining an acquaintance. It's a real Jerry and <laughs> Elaine situation. If you're a Seinfeld fan. Yeah, absolutely. Gaining an acquaintance. You're gaining. An, look, it's another, it's another person you can like not say hi to you on the street. Those are awesome. Yeah. You have gained a face that you can look at from a distance and wonder whether it's appropriate to say hello. <laughs> well, I think we're having fun, but I think we also appropriately answer this question. Yeah. Now, I think the trickiest part of this is. As you're filling out your don't wreck yourself branded Hallmark card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to say Hallmark because then they'll be like, well, you stole our idea. Like this, this is getting very actionable. The more we describe it. How about Hallmat? Hallmat. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads us to yet another uh, Reddit forum where people are where people are asking all the questions that they don't want to have to ask people in public are too afraid to ask. And our question is by user Bebop Rehab. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go Bebop over to the clinic for 90 days. I'll see you in three months. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a court mandated Bebop. <laughs> I'm on Bebop and down. It's a weekend version. Just take the edge off and I can't listen to Bebop. You're just you're just substituting one Bebop for one beep for the other bop, my friend. That's all you're doing. <laughs> the question here is girl sounds too young. Woman sounds too old. Lady sounds too formal and female sounds too animal. I assume they mean like scientific or clinical. Like bi- biological. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do I refer to a female person in their 20s to 40s, which is prime breakup range for you, man? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, just, she, <laughs> she just has to wait a few more years and she's in it for the long haul, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> Once they're in their 40s, I don't think it's appropriate to change your terminology either. I think it gets yeah. even trickier. I think what you call somebody is based more on what your age is. Yeah, for sure. So for me, if I were to change the language, like say if. Let's let's say my wife, my wife's two years younger than me. I'm 42. If I if she turned 40 and I stopped calling her woman. Well, I, I don't. That you call your terrible. wife woman. <laughs> Listen here, woman. This 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 like, is overcooked. Get in the I don't know. It's getting real. Like, deb- like a real bad tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, woman. What'd you do it? It's like Mr. T. And uh, yeah, I was Clubber just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's answer the question. What okay. should you call a woman uh, or another alternative word for woman? I say, what about lass or lassie? Ooh, that's 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 nice. Lass or lassie. I, it I can't be it lassie sounds... with a capital L, though, because you're calling her a bitch real quick because that's a name oh. for a dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, lassie was a guy. So. Oh, shit. Well, that's a, yeah. the more, you know, and that's why yeah. I listen to don't wreck yourself to learn. <laughs> <laughs> What about a member of the fair sex? Oh, <laughs> a fair. About, and this is this is going to please the ladies from uh, the horse of room six. How about just a milady? Milady. Milady. Maybe we could go to our honeymoon to Malaysia. But there's a uniform there. Like you have to if you're not wearing the fedora, you have to pantomime tipping your fedora. Ooh, yeah, as we both did just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, so what, that's a that's a good visual joke for our listeners at home. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about like what about if you just want to go international or foreign? You could say uh, senora, right? Or frau Ooh. or frau. Uh, frau sounds kind of clunky. Senora sounds. No, pretty, I think you know? I think frau works because Fraulein. Ooh, frau Fraulein's nice for yeah. for. But but should we be highlighting people's marital status in German? Well. Uh, I mean, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just Frau X. I think the correct answer is ask them and just say what you should. You should call people what they want to be called. Right. That's so, a, that's, a good, that's a great policy. It yeah. Good PSA. For, it works for everybody. It's just like, what do you 
What what do you what do you gaggle of fucks like to be called? Like because I think you could like that's gender gaggle of fucks is gender neutral. It's yeah. plural. Sure. So it's 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 always a safe substitute for you, they, he, she, whatever. Just gaggle of fucks. I would love for a server to come up and say, "Hey, listen here, you gaggle of fucks. You want to hear about the specials?" <laughs> <laughs> but what's but I think I think you're absolutely right. Only use that as a placeholder until such a time that you have been informed of what a person should be called. Absolutely. Because being respectful of others is super fucking easy, and I don't understand why it's been such a contentious issue for certain political parties. <laughs> I'll tell you what you shouldn't call women, and that's broads. And I'm talking to you, grandfathers out there. <laughs> if you're over the age of 70 and you own a fedora from when fedoras were mainstream, maybe maybe the fedoras are just a bad influence. Oh, that's, that, that's a question maybe, we should be answering. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the fedora is doing something to men's brains. Either uh, there's a cascading miasma of patriarchy that, that comes out of it. But yeah, maybe fedoras are scrambling people's brains and making them say weird shit to women. Uh, I feel like the, I think broads is on the same level as skirts, right? Hey, hey, you, you two skirts, like it's like you're like you're a madman extra. Hey, yeah. you skirts over there, you know? I feel like that's something you shouldn't be using. I don't think ladies sounds formal. I actually think ladies sounds pretty informal. It works for plural groups. There's old ladies, young ladies. It is age neutral. Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't think. Are there baby like, ladies? Yeah. Why? Uh, a baby can be a lady, I think. Okay. Baby ladies. If, if it's it, dressed fancy, you should be a lady. Yeah. <laughs> a postnatal lady. Oh, God. A postnatal dame. We, we haven't talked about dame yet. Is that bad? Is that like skirt? Is that bad? It, it's funny because lady is a peerage title, but so yeah. is dame. Yeah. But dame is generally considered to be in the same range as broad, whereas lady is generally seen as positive unless you're talking about the wild west where ladies were not necessarily ladies they're like ladies of the ladies of the evening if you know what i mean yeah yeah what about maiden where does maiden fall on that Uh, hierarchy maiden i think is tied specifically to virginity or marital status depending on the context so i I did not know that as far away from anybody's maiden head as you can I gotcha. Okay. I'm trying to think of another one. Wench. You shouldn't see. That just sounds bad. You wench shouldn't say is, wench. wench is bad. I'm trying to come up with I, more synonyms for women. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call them synonyms. Synonyms implies equal usage. <laughs> we haven't talked about gentlewoman. That's the one you don't hear uh, enough. You don't hear gentlewomen enough. Ladies and gentlemen is typically what you hear. I like I like gentlefolk. It's also, a, a, I assume, also a beautiful genre of music full of acoustic guitars and possibly... Possibly light pan flute. <laughs> Speaking of accuracy and communication and titles, uh, I believe you had a, in fact, I know you have a topic that you sent to me earlier this week that you were very excited to talk about. And it takes us back to our halcyon days of yore when Matt and I <laughs> were both serving in the United States Army. Yes. Um, it's another chance for us to talk about the heroes that we were when we were jacking off in 120 degree porta potter in, in Iraq. I didn't do that. I was too busy. I was too busy. I was too busy lives. finding, fixing, and locating the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this next topic touches on a few things about our service. So let's talk a little bit about what counseling is in the context of the army. If you do something good, you get counseled. If you do something bad, you also get counseled. And the army, you know, it is a nothing more than a mountain of bureaucracy. Of course, they have a counseling form attached to that. A uh, good friend of ours who spent 20 years in the army. Steve. Uh, <laughs> we're going to dox you, Steve. Here we go. Oh, boy. Is, 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 uh, does he listen? Does he listen? Uh, he, he's listened. He has listened. I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to. 
I don't well, want to. Sounds like he's not a current listener, so fuck Steve. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, he once described the army as a personnel system that occasionally goes to war. Oh, that's funny. Honestly, yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's like, you know, do you have enough bullets? Do you have enough water? Do you have enough guns? Do you, and can you get somewhere? Yeah, 90% of the army is as support positions. It's logistics. It's they're, Or they're intelligence guys like us, right? Yeah. Intel weenies. But let's talk about this counseling form that popped up on Reddit I saw. In it, someone is getting counseled. And this person is a linguist and sp- speaks Chinese, Mandarin to be specific. And I'm just going to read a little bit of this this counseling statement where this young linguist was asked by a public affairs official, essentially a PR person in uniform, wanted to know what the translation was from the unit motto, our team, into Chinese. So, of course, the linguist said, Chiwo di Pigu, uh, which roughly translates to eat my ass. And he was getting counseled. (laughs) He was getting counseled by a higher up for saying you gave an official translation of eat my ass. And now it's on a Department of Army form. And I love it. (laughs) So the first task uh, uh, in front of us is does this seem real? It does seem real. It's absolutely the correct form. Yep. 100%. All right. All the the fields are filled out correctly from as far as I can tell. This is definitely made by someone who at least has is adjacent to the army or knows the lingo. Yeah, this is probably created by somebody in the army as a joke. Now, I will tell you, my job in the army was at CryptoLinguist. Korean, if you will. Yep. I can confirm they do teach uh, they do teach Mandarin Chinese at the Defense Language Center in Monterey. Now, what I find surprising here, not, not surprising because this would be a linguist unit. So the fact that there are Chinese characters actually in the text block of the of the counseling statement that's a that's a level of effort that can only come from somebody who has a you know chinese uh, chinese ready keyboard or an international ass enthusiast who just wants to know what eat my ass is in every language so they have. <laughs> <laughs> the name and title of the counselor is staff sergeant edited out crypto linguists ncoic staff sergeant redacted at fort redacted <laughs> <laughs> So I think that the first thing we have to answer is, is this real? And we kind of talked about it being a joke and I ran it down. It is not real. And I think the first clue there is the fact that the first that we heard of it was from this counseling form floating around. And I would think that if the United States government had communicated to the Chinese government, eat my ass (laughs) in some capacity. (laughs) Yeah. We would have heard about it from reporters before we heard about it from a meme. Oh yeah. Reuters would have broken that real quick. Yeah. 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 When I first saw it, I sent it to you immediately. And I think your first response was, now that's a topic. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, it's something that we both just so, so wanted to be real. And in our hearts of hearts, we just know that it wasn't. But uh, we have to thank our friends over at taskandpurpose.com, which is a military and veteran news website. They ran this down. They actually asked U.S. Army Pacific. uh, There is no evidence that that anyone was counseled, nor do they have any document that that says that unit's motto in Chinese. Right. It's something they don't do. Also, if you have to find if you have to know what the translation is, you're not going to ask a specialist E4, a lower ranking enlisted guy. You're going to you're going to do Google Translate probably as your first option. It depends. It depends because there's a program called uh, Skills for Stripes. Oh, yeah. If they're a native speaker. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Where you do have native speakers who come into the military. Stripes for for skills. Stripes for skills. Yeah. Skills I, never, for I never got any goddamn stripes, but no, you because you're not skilled. Me neither, man. No, I, I got stripes, but that's because I am skilled. <laughs> it's it's because Matt had an easier job. 
I had a better job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I think is actually hilarious about the language training program, aside from native speakers, non-native speakers go to the Defense Language Institute. That's one of the reasons why they're so quick to give native speakers those sergeant stripes. Yeah. It comes with a, a major pay increase and they're going to have the best fluency. Uh, you can send me to school for Korean for another three to four years. I'm not going to have the same level of fluency as a, as somebody who grew up in the culture. And, yeah, and speaking a, a, the as as is it's, the case with any language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you can get quite good as a non-native speaker, but you're never quite perfect. You know, you, the idiomatic turn of phrase might elude you. So it's entirely possible that you would go to a specialist E4 if they were a native speaker. Yeah. And However, in that case, you're, you're really violating some trust if you give a guy a fake translation as a native speaker. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to believe you, right? Allegedly, this was a specialist who had told a major and gave them the translation. There should be so, no reason why a public affairs officer should be talking to an intelligence person for an official document. I'm just going to go ahead and say that now because the public affairs officer's job is to communicate with the public. And by and large, we don't like to do that with our crypto linguists, right? <laughs> there's not going to be a whole lot of interplay between the public affairs office. They're going to have their own translators. Crypto linguists would not need to be involved in that. Since we're on the topic of who had the harder job, I, I think this is just Inter this is an interesting statement about the military. So when I went through the program, I was a 98 golf. And they changed it to the 35 series right before I left. That's not but important, I, but yeah. Yeah, that's not important. Uh, so if you look up these job numbers, they may not exist anymore. Yeah. So I, I apologize. You're showing your age. You're my, showing your age yeah, a little bit. I'm showing, yeah, I'm showing yeah. my age. So if you go Google this and say, what? These guys are full of shit. It's because they changed all of the MOS codes. I will give uh, anyone my DD-214 if they question my service, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I will give anybody Matthew's, <laughs> Matthew's DD-214 if they question my service. <laughs> <laughs> See, my friend was in. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because if you go to language school in Monterey, it's... It's about a year, depending on the language program that you're in. And six months for Spanish it. and French. Yeah, right. So it's six months for Spanish and French. It's 64 weeks for Arabic, for Arabic, Chinese, Korean, and I think Japanese. They have a 64 week mm. course, but not many people go through it. It's mostly just officers. People who failed out of those programs, if they didn't get bumped to an easy language, they would they would become a 98 Charlie, which is what Matt's job was. So if yeah, you fail so, out of language school, they give you Matt's job. Well, I mean, it, it, they, they do that for a few reasons. One, if uh, you already have the security clearance, right? And it's still a signals intelligence job. So it, it, it completely makes sense. But um, yeah, if you can't be a linguist, they become an analyst. But what is also funny is when you go to Iraq, guess what? All the linguists become analysts. So yeah. <laughs> it's really it's really a big it, it's an exercise in wasting time and money, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, but what I what I love about the that training that that sort of shit rolls it downhill mentality. If you fail out of the language program, they send you to uh, they send you to general signals intelligence analyst training. If you fail out of that, they send you to all source analyst yeah. training. <laughs> so yeah, the, yeah. you actually fail up the food chain as far as like the higher you up the higher you are in the food chain, you could potentially be dealing with somebody who's failed out of every every other school, and now they're in charge of aggregating all of the data. Well, that's not entirely true. I knew people that failed at a 98 Charlie class and one became a vehicle mechanic and the other one became a medic. OK, so, I mean, they so, have other options. It depends if their clearance came through or not, but because they want to use the clearance. Right. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. But um, so but th this counseling statement, again, it's not true. It breaks my heart to, to know it. But we this kind of touches a little bit because you're talking about counseling. You're, we're going to talk a little bit about the Uniform Code of Military Justice, which is the legal uh, code of justice that governs the, the military. And I picked out there are some hilarious things that are illegal in the military. OK, and keep in mind, as he goes through these hilarious illegalities, 
uh, that UCMJ has a 98% conviction rate, which means <laughs> if you come up on these charges, you will get convicted. <laughs> so the first one I have is dueling is illegal in the UCMJ. <laughs> Uh, if you if you are accused and convicted of dueling, uh, you are given a dishonorable discharge and forfeiture of all pay and allowances and confinement for up to one year. That's that's a real catch twenty two though, because if you're dueling, odds are you're dueling for your honor, or you're doing it in the barracks and you're pissed off or some shit. No, you're you're you're, you're defending your honor in a duel, Matt. At, I'm, no, I'm going to come I'm up sorry. surprisingly no. pro duel. No, as <laughs> as someone who served in the military, I know there is not a lot of things done for noble reasons. All right, I, like there's not a lot of honor. There is not a lot of honor. <laughs> as, as somebody who has won every single duel he's ever been in. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. You only lose your last duel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how about this is also illegal drinking with prisoners. <laughs> um, if, if you're convicted of that, you're, you're not kicked out of the military, but you're confined for three months and you have to give up two thirds of your pay for up to three months. Oh, wow. That's, that's, uh, that's a steep charge. Yeah. Right. Well, that, that depends. Are, are they talking about prisoners? Like if you're guarding the brig, like your own people who have committed yeah. crimes, or are they talking about drinking with prisoners of war? In which case, you know. Have some compassion. Yeah, I don't know if it spells it out. It just says drinking with prisoner. Like, what if you drink with your uncle who's in the can, who's in the jail, right? Oh, you sorry, you drank with a prisoner. Um, yeah. No, I th- yeah. How about this one is actually crazy. This is actually illegal in the UCMJ. Indecent language. Oh. Isn't this crazy? And this is actually, this is like the funniest one. Dear is, Sergeant Major, I would like to have words. <laughs> this one probably isn't enforced all that often. But, <laughs> it, but it does carry some really stiff punishments. Uh, maximum punishment. If you communicated to a child under 16 years of age, you get a dishonorable discharge, forfeiture of all pay and allowances, and confinement for two years. For indecent? For indecent language to a 16-year-old or younger. So it's okay to yell, get off my lawn, but you can't say, get off my lawn, you little fuckers. Get off my fucking lawn. You are, you just committed Article 131 or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, and there are two other ones that I think is kind of funny. Actually, the one is Navy specific, jumping from a vessel into the water. That's illegal. You can't do that. And um, the last thing I'll say here, that's the, and this is specific to the Army. It's not in the UCMJ, but it is a, a policy in the Army. You know those brand of shoes, those Vibram five fingers with the individual toes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. illegal. <laughs> Ever since 2011, my friend. Well, that's probably for the best. I think it's really funny. Sorry that the eat my ass counseling statement is false. Um, Also funny that you can't curse out a 16-year-old, which I definitely saw in Iraq to Iraqi children. I definitely know people that like did some really said some really horrible things to Iraqi children, and I would like for them to pay their fucking dues, right? Yeah. I'd love anyone to be held accountable for the Iraq war is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Even if it's just line soldiers doing what unless it's told. me, unless it's me. I do not want to be liable for the Iraq war. <laughs> I was just a pawn in the, I was a cog in the machine, you know, you're just following orders. Got it. Oh God. That, <laughs> that defense does not hold up unsurprisingly. <laughs> so Matt, What's your history as far as UCMJ? I mean, obviously, you've been counseled. Uh, people get counseled all the time. It's half of what the Army does is just counseling people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, so I never I never got an Article 15. I never was uh, punished under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, regardless of what I said that at 15-year-old. But um, <laughs> uh, there was one time I heard of this guy I know who went to Ranger School. 
And uh, he was counseled, and it was a positive counseling because he got caught masturbating in ranger school. And the ranger instructor was like, this is, I love the motivation, Private, and fucking gave him a positive counseling statement for it. <laughs> That's, uh, that wouldn't fly if, uh, what's the Army's MOS for HR? <laughs> Uh, they have to have an administration specialist, right? Like, I, I think yeah. that's a, I, I think that's a two wrongs don't necessarily make a right. Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be masturbating on duty and you shouldn't be. And in ranger school, you don't have time. Where do you find the time in ranger school? It's 90 days of the most intense fucking mountain leadership training school that the army has. How that, so I'm, that's why he's they're like, how the fuck did you like any, t- any free time you get in ranger school, you sleep, right? <laughs> he was like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take 15 to 20 minutes and just pound my pud. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to put his paratrooper into the drop zone. Oh, hey, oh, <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so definitely a, a, a two wrongs don't make a right. Should not have been masturbating on duty and it should not have been. Enshrined. He got a positive counseling statement <laughs> for it. It should not have been enshrined <laughs> in official paperwork. I got. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'd be more. I'd be more. That's going in his record, right? <laughs> Everyone sounds Sergeant like Major. the asshole here. Everyone Sergeant sucks yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Everyone sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple Article 15s. Actually, Did you really? More than one? Wow. Oh, yeah. And it's it's kind of funny because when how, we were in the military, How long were you in? How long were you in for? I was in for six years. I was in for six years as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So an Article 15 is like a misdemeanor conviction, depending on what, what level you get it at. So uh, what I'm talking about is a company uh, company grade, which is the, you know, your unit commander uh, gives you essentially a negative count. Your mid-level statement. manager yells at you. Yeah. yeah your yeah, mid-level manager. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not in front of the tribunal. You don't go to trial. And that's why UCMJ has that 98% exactly. rate yep. because it's, it's really just an administrative statement. I, I was, I was, uh, I was formally reprimanded and punished as you should have been for whatever as you I, did, as I should have been for whatever I did. And I'll tell you what I did. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> we were in the military during a period of time when the prevailing doctrine was don't ask, don't tell. Oh, for... oh, did you? Oh, no, no, I didn't. Uh, OK, what, all right. I, I, I think I, you're going to come out to up. me into the world right now, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, I, you're stunning and brave. <laughs> I'm. I'm I'm no Caitlyn Jenner five years ago. I'm more of a Caitlyn Jenner now. Oh, a huge ass! Talk about an asshole. It's just, just a huge asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm running for the Republican nomination of the California governor <laughs> <laughs> because there's too many poor people, and I don't like seeing them when I when I drive to my hangar. Oh gosh! I only bring up the uh, don't ask, don't tell because the things that I was ultimately uh, punished for were essentially for appearances of heterosexuality. I was, I was were you working on a car, working out, no, throwing, I was, throwing a football. <laughs> I was, I, no, I was in the, I was in the female barracks and I wasn't signed in as a guest and it was after visiting hours. Oh, so but you're I was alone. All right. Well, I was alone in a room. I, I'd locked myself out of my own room and I was hanging out there and I was literally asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to argle 15 while you sleep. And that's what I call yeah. like efficiency. <laughs> yeah. So the, the rule that I broke was ostensibly to keep people from hooking up in the barracks. But I wasn't actually hooking up with anyone. I just gave the appearance that I might have been. It should only prosecute you if you actually did get some. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was and that I, the three eleventh barracks? The three eleventh? Uh, no, no, that was at DLI. Oh, okay, okay. Oh wow! So you got a Article Fifteen before you haven't le- ever left training. Well, I was in training for two and a half years, Matt. Well, I had a lot. So of, a lot of people probably got Article 15s so in a DLI my, my program. My punishment. Yeah. I think I got one week of extra duty, which is you know just doing grounds cleanup. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was pretty much the the extent. Was it worth it? Was a night of sleep worth it? <laughs> I mean, the sheets were nice. All right. 
What was the second one? <laughs> the second one was actually in Iraq. And I, I told this story on our pee bottle episode. Yeah, I remember that for, for yeah, also so being we, in a girl's building. For also well, being in a no, girl's room. It, it, there was a there was a female soldier in a room with a with a group of guys. And we were just talking. And again, that was a violation of one of our general orders in Iraq where we weren't allowed to be in the in the opposite gender living space. Okay. So we essentially got in trouble for violating their policies to keep people from banging. But it turns out we were just having a nice conversation. So both times you should have just been banging someone, man, to at least it would at least <laughs> at least you would have gotten something out of it. <laughs> well, uh, she actually left the uh, she actually left less than a month after that because she was pregnant. So Oh, I mean, so maybe they were right that to bullet. suspect. Not the first bullet you dodged in Iraq, but it yes. was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> or probably the biggest it, one. <laughs> I think the hardest part was just explaining the uh, the the extra long gestation period to her husband when she got home. Oh, <laughs> um, by the way, my mom is an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kid was born like. 11 months after he deployed. <laughs> oh, so in the don't ask, don't tell years, they were, it was, it was complicated, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, knew, I, I knew a number of gay people in the military and think about me. Yep. Me too. And for anybody who's doubting the evilness of don't ask, don't tell, even as a, even as a milk toast form of discrimination. 100%. Yeah. It, and a forced, it forced, Gay and lesbian and bisexual soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines to lie to themselves and to their units on a daily basis in an organization, an institution that that talks about integrity. So it's yeah. just completely horseshit. Terrible is a terrible policy. And think about it, because p- gay people still come out to their friends in the military. Like they still have wives and like girlfriends, boyfriends, and all yeah, that shit. They, yeah. they they still have they still had relationships. Think about it from the operational tempo of the military. In the military, you relocate every two to three years, generally. Sure. Unless it's in a time of war. So you have to come out in an environment where you could potentially get fired for doing it. And then you get reassigned to another duty location. You have to make that same heart wrenching decision again. Do I want to lose my career or do I want to live authentically and hope that nobody rats me out for telling them? I was very proud to be an American the day Donuts until it got repealed by the United States Congress, uh, signed by President Obama. Maybe one of the better things that happened out of that Congress, I'll be honest. Um, I see folks on social media who are LGBTQ and they're in uniform holding hands with their loved one. Yep. They're posting pictures willingly online. They are talking about their significant other in the workplace. Things that would not and did not happen while we were in. It yeah. is kind of completely crazy to think about, to be honest with you. I don't know that I have a good transition, but if we're if we're saying things loudly and proudly right now, then I think there's nothing I want to say louder right now than thank you, Rick Reynolds, for the use of your song United from the album Portals in Progress, available on Apple iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. You can also find Rick on Instagram and YouTube. That's where you can find us, except YouTube, not quite yet. Uh, but we also have a social media. We're RecordPod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We have a Facebook listener group and a page. Please like and follow both. And if between now and next week you find yourself staring at a piece of documentation from a wildly bureaucratic institution proclaiming that the Chinese government or the Chinese people should eat America's ass. (laughs) And you don't have time to wait until our next episode. We encourage you to go on Google Translate and check yourself. (laughs) Don't wreck yourself. We are united but we're so far apart.